All right, welcome everybody. Another episode of Ears Up In Depth. My name is Jason. I have my vacationing co-host, Jeremy, with me on the line. Jeremy, are you there? I'm here. It's good to see you. It feels... You know, I just did an episode... I don't really remember what it was. Oh, Space Mountain. But it just feels like it's been a while since I've seen you. <laughs> it really has. It's probably been about, I don't know, what do you think, like three weeks? Yeah, that's a long Ish. time for us. It really is. It's, you know, too long. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Let's not do this again. <laughs> well, you are on vacation or else we were, we were going to do this last week. And uh, I, I, I think it's good of you to call and uh, be working during your uh, vacation. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm, I'm away for a month, and I thought, I better throw a microphone in my suitcase just in case, because I know you know who will be calling, <laughs> wanting to do a show. For a month? Really? <laughs> I thought you were gone yeah. for like two weeks. No, I'm here until June 30th. Wow. That's yeah. cool. I just really needed some time. I needed to decompress. That's right. You needed some time alone. <laughs> well... Not alone, but you need a time away from your apartment. I, this is the thing. I mean, I've been in a 800-square-foot apartment for three and a half months. You know, like, yeah. I needed some space. <laughs> so we got some space. There you go, man. <laughs> having a good yeah. time? Are you, uh, We're having a great time. Fishing? I don't know what you do on vacation. We may go fishing next weekend. Okay. You couldn't do that. Like, you couldn't do charter boat thing. You know, you couldn't do any of that until mm. recently. So as of... I think this week or the end of last week, now we can even go to restaurants with outdoor seating. Yeah. yeah. Which I did yesterday. Okay. Feeling all right? You could, yeah. taste, you could taste everything? I can still taste. <laughs> We're in phase two. It's phase Tim. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. It's phase Tim. That's for sure. Well, look, <laughs> uh, 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 you're not going to like my two stories. I can just tell you right now off the bat. Okay. Because uh, they're just all about well, how... Well, let's just get into them. What do you think? Yeah, start it off. You want me to start? Yeah. Okay. Well, the big news today, Jeremy, of course, is uh, you know after the opening date for Disneyland, which, we, uh, which I screamed about on the last Year's Up show, is that Hong Kong Disney is opening this week, June 18th to be exact. Have you, have you heard this yet, Jer? I saw someone, it, there's a, a graphic going all around Diz Twitter, and it says, what is it, uh, dreams come true, or remember the magic, or something. So they're back. I don't know, man. Cough on the magic. Um, compared to Disneyland's July 17th opening, why is Hong Kong opening a full month earlier? Well, it has a lot to do with how that country handled the coronavirus in the first place. One of the most dense cities in the world, and has more cross-border traffic with China than any other country, you would expect Hong Kong to be a hotbed of COVID infections, especially since the city of Wuhan is directly connected via high-speed rail, which is how they think the coronavirus escaped Wuhan in the first place, by someone on a train. They contact traced uh, someone on a train from Wuhan to Beijing, and that's when it started spreading. Uh, the people of Hong Kong were the ones who stepped up amid a flurry of ineffective government statements and actions and helped inform the population via websites that tracked outbreaks, reported hospital wait times, and more. Most of the citizens adopted face masks on their own 
something which flew in the face of the government's ban on face masks. Teams of regular people, just normal citizens, flooded Hong Kong, making sure at-risk populations had at least some protection, handing out masks out of their own pocket, while others made sure hand sanitizer dispensers were full and functioning, among other things. In fact, they were so successful that the flu season in Hong Kong, Jared, the flu season, ended six weeks earlier than normal, mainly because of the vigilance of the citizens to wear face masks. This without really shutting Hong Kong down like we did. As a result, Hong Kong killed the coronavirus. To date, they have had four deaths and 1,113 infections. That's it. Even with Mm. these extraordinary numbers, the Hong Kong Disney Resort will have limited attendance. They will enforce social distancing requirements and hand sanitizer stations will be throughout the park. Guests will also have to fill out a health declaration that states, number one, we do not have a fever. (laughs) Number two, (laughs) we do not have any respiratory symptoms. Number three, and this is weird. It's not weird, but it could be telling. We have not traveled outside of Hong Kong in the past 14 days. Does that mean that they're not allowing any international guests to come in at first? I don't know. It seems that way. It sounds like it. Um, And number five, we are not under compulsory compulsory quarantine. (sighs) Meanwhile, in Orange County, where Disneyland is located, Orange County just lifted its ban on face masks after intense pressure from ill-informed citizens who demand their right to breathe oxygen. And if you've seen any footage from that uh, city council meeting or the county, whatever, uh, literally that's what they're saying. They're like these people got up and said, we demand our right to breathe oxygen. It's the most Mm. unscientific thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, The county has just over 8,700 cases and 221 deaths with over 300 people requiring hospitalization. The entire state of California has about 151,000 cases and over 5,000 deaths. And these numbers are rising. But hey, by all means... Go get a churro. Hong Kong deserves to have their park opened up, Jeremy, ideally with a ban on travel of people coming from the U.S. We do not deserve our parks to be open just yet. They had four deaths. Four. So do you – well, that assumes that you believe all of the numbers that China gives you, right? Well, yeah. I mean, at some point, you kind of have – you just have to. Do you? Like, what isn't al- that what, the point what else that you, you should question well, such but, authority? Yeah, but what else are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, that's what we do. But well, you, you say, just say it doesn't matter. These are fake numbers. Why would I why make a decision based on that? Either which way, what I have been wondering yeah. as a New Yorker or New Jerseyan yes. whose numbers we only I think I think yesterday we had 200 and change new cases. Mm-hmm. What are you doing in California? All I hear is how you're locked down. Nobody goes there. Yeah. And every day it's thousands and thousands more. Over here, we live on top of each other. We live in high-rise buildings, subways. Yeah. We're not doing what, – what's going on in well, California? You, you were doing bad, and then now you're not. Um, California <laughs> is – we're we're full of ourselves out here. There are pockets like in the Bay Area. I think we're doing. Excuse me. I think we're doing okay. There are some counties that are worse off than others, but it's funny because once you get closer to like the the denser cities like Oakland or San Francisco, I think they're doing better than we are in mm-hmm. the urban sprawl or suburban sprawl, whatever it is. Uh, and, and you know, like out here, you know, right in front of our house, we have a park, 
and I I will give you a thousand dollars for every mask I've seen. Just nobody wears them. Nobody's wearing them, and it's it's very very uh, it's very frustrating. And and to me, that's the marker or, or, to if I'm going to go to the store or if I'm going to go out and get takeout. For example, from a local business, you know, we're not even doing yes. that. Because these people are not wearing masks. It's like nobody cares anymore. And especially now, and the whole point of that, like the Orange County thing, is that people are excited to go to Disneyland, but this is a a county that is seeing an uptick in cases, and now there are no masks. And the contradiction of Hong Kong is everybody uh, uh, opted to wear masks without being told. In fact, they were told not to, and they did it anyway. Because they have they have a history of like uh, you know the SARS and they have a history of fighting uh, outbreaks and infections, so everybody knew what to do. We don't. We yes. think being locked up for three months is is so bad, and we're being oppressed. And you know it's time to open, but that's not based on any science at all. It's based on people are antsy because they want to spend money. It's also based on our government not helping us out. But that's another that's another podcast. That's another podcast. I mean. That is a, that is definitely a difference because I can tell you here, you wear a mask when you I, you you can't go into a store. The sign says no, you know, no shirt, no shirt, no shoes, no service. It's no mask, no service. You can't go in. So if Disneyland is requiring uh, masks, which they will at Disney World, what's uh, what's uh, the bee in your bonnet? Because there, look, <laughs> we will get to it for my second story. But there are there are places in like Disney Springs when Disney Springs opened, there were a lot of people saying, "Oh, well, you can you don't have to wear a mask while you're drinking, so all you have to do mm-hmm. is have a bottle of water in your in your hand, and you can have your mask off, and you can just walk around." Already, people are before Disney Springs opened. They were already figuring out how to circumvent the 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 rules, and it's it's just it's the most simple thing you can do to show your neighbor that you care is put a mask on, and we're just not and we're just not doing it. So that's my that's the bee in my bonnet. That's buzzing around. Is Mm -hmm. this is you're going to go into a county that has active infections on the rise. Nobody is protecting themselves, and they are going to be because we all know half of Disneyland's uh, um, you know guests are locals. They're going to be in that park with you. You don't know where they've been. Not they're not going to be wearing masks all the time, and that bothers me. It bothers me uh, greatly. Well, that's I can understand why you would be bothered by that. I guess I'm used to living where everyone wears them. <laughs> yeah, and that's the way to crush the coronavirus. That's the way, and right. we're not doing it. Well, East Coast, baby, we crush it. That's right. Well, Northeast, I guess Florida's <laughs> not crushing it. No, Florida is getting crushed by it. That is Florida's for sure. getting crushed. Yeah. Is that your story? Are we just going to wait for you? Okay, great. Um, yeah, wait for me well, to finish Jason, my can of water for a second. Yeah, go, go ahead. The wait will soon be over. <laughs> Walt Disney World Resorts theme parks will begin opening next month. But there are some changes that will make your visit rather different, especially if you are an annual pass holder. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm not talking about masks. Disney's Crown Jewel, the Magic Kingdom, as well as Disney's Animal Kingdom will both reopen to the public on July 11th, uh, less than a month away, just after the typically crowded July 4th holiday with Disney's Hollywood Studios and 
Epcot, reopening a few days behind on July 15th. Um, You're ready for that. I'm ready for it. I'm not going. Okay. All right. Yet. (laughs) I honestly. But you'll want to. I'm I'm ready. I'm I'm ready to to see how this happens. What the outbreaks are like. I'm wondering if Disney is going to be like testing the the air or surfaces in the park to see if it, there's like active play, you know, active points of infection in the park, that kind of yeah. stuff. I'm, I'm very curious about all that. We'll see. I mean, Universal has already been open. Mm-hmm. Um and in fact, someone tweeted the other day, there was, uh, it used to be like in the queue, there were markings that to say a certain distance from everybody. They're all gone. <laughs> and there was video of, a, I don't know, I guess they're not called cast members at Universal, but there was videos of a Universal employee going, fill in all available space. that's what we're looking for no that's what we're i mean already even when uh, shanghai disney opened there were people standing on the markers that literally said do not stand here with two feet and a circle with a line through it and they're standing on it nobody cares yeah nobody cares jason just you now sorry i know just you and it's tiring i'm uh what is it you uh uh um ulysses who has a world on his shoulders is it Ulysses? Uh, uh, it's not Sisyphus. Atlas. It is Atlas. And then it also is much like Sisyphus, who just keeps rolling the, bear, the the boulder up the hill and have it roll back down to keep going again. That's me with the That's stupid Sisyphus. mask thing. I oh, think, okay. isn't it? I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Go ahead. Well, you'll want, if you're an annual pass holder, you'll want to prepare for some changes as you just alluded to uh but this is not about social distancing entry in well sort of entry into the theme parks will now not only require a ticket such as a magic your way ticket or some type of annual pass but also a reservation to go to the park on that day so you need your ticket and you need a reservation you have to reserve your spot Mm. the reservation system will enable disney to keep crowds at manageable levels in the parks further Having an annual pass or even a hotel reservation at a Disney hotel will not guarantee guest entry. So you're not guaranteed any of these spots. Wow. So you could show up, have a hotel, oh, wow. you don't have a reservation, you're not going. You're out, dude. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So it's luck and first come, first serve, regardless of your pass level or lodging. Usually hotel guests and annual pass holders are accustomed to some prioritization when Disney is limiting attendance. During the notoriously crowded Christmas week, when the parks often go through various stages of closures, hotel guests and annual pass holders are usually included as part of people who can still come in. So they'll be like, all right, phase one, we're only open to hotel guests. Or phase two, we're only open pass holders. But this is going to be like a phase four closure where it's like you got to have your reservation. That's it. Um, so it seems these privileges will not be afforded during the COVID attendance restrictions, and we don't know how long those will last. Even more, (laughs) the population, the popular option of park hopping, where guests with annual passes or Magic Magic Your Way tickets with the added park hopper option can go in and out of any Disney park they like as many times they want in a day. Uh, Disney's new advanced park reservation system only allows guests currently to select one park at a time for that day. So park hopping is gone crazy for now. okay 
Um, it's not clear if this is a permanent feature, but it makes sense to limit guest park mobility if they're trying to keep control over a number of guests in a park. Mm. Uh, the challenge here is that annual pass holders purchase their tickets with the understanding that this is a park hopper. So they paid for this. Uh, so these tickets really aren't worth uh, the value that we paid for them. Um, also, the total number of park reservations an annual pass holder can have will be limited to a certain number. So you can't say, I'm going to go and I'm going to go every day in fall if you live there. You will ah. get, we don't know, maybe 10, maybe 20. We don't know that number, but that's coming. That's pretty smart. I like that. I'm okay. Yeah. Well, I suppose. I wa- This is what I wonder. Will the number of reservations you get be congruent with the level of pass you have? I would imagine so, yeah. But... Will will the price of your pass be lower because you can't go as many times as you want? I've already paid in full. And you don't there's no reimbursement, there's no refund, so you're paying in full for a handful of days comparatively. Right. I mean I had the option they gave us two options, right? If you you could either extend allow it to be extended by the number of days that the parks are closed. Yeah. Or they would refund you prorated based on how much time was left. Um, I opted to extend, but now it's like, well, this, you didn't tell me that it was going to be devalued with limit, <laughs> limitations. Right. So what are you going to do? Or maybe they very well may have it. It could be in the, I'm sure there's some fine print from some honest, uh, you know, some attorney somewhere in some hole that I signed and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, what are you going to do? Are you gonna? I'm gonna, gonna let it roll. You should let it roll. We'll let it let it ride. What do you care? You're out that the money, money anyway. It, yeah, it's spent money. Yeah. Um, there is one plus for annual pass holders. Initially, Disney has temporarily paused the sale of new tickets. New pass, so, new passes, or or like you can't go buy a three day ticket to Disney World right now. Wow. So it's only pass holders. Only. Only if you already had one that wasn't expiring or right. if you're an annual pass holder. But Jeez. then you can't just walk up and be like, hi, I'd like a one-day ticket to the Magic Kingdom, please. It's not happening. God, can you imagine being in an entire park with nothing but annual pass holders? <laughs> That's horrible. Everyone's so entitled. Oh, uh, it says don't stand here. Well, I'm a deluxe annual pass holder, so I can stand here. Actually, yeah, you know what? It's just a. Honestly, I think I think it might for this particular thing because APs are generally like uh, they like to think that they're they're more self policing. I wonder if everyone's just gonna get mad at each other if no one has masks on. You know, I'm sure kind of there's gonna things. be there could be violence. I was telling uh, Brittany and Maddie today. I was like, I you know, there's gonna be at least one fight, at least one fight over this. Someone's breathing <sighs> on someone. Someone's not backing up in the line. Something. Yeah, I don't want any fighting. I'm not really a fighter. You you strike Uh, you strike me as a street baller. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't often fight because people are so intimidated by my physique. That's right. That's right. Well, that they rarely would would come near me. That's true. Yeah. 
existing ticket holders and annual pass holders will be able to make reservation requests in phases before any new tickets are sold by Disney. Additional details will be shared with these guests soon. New ticket sales will resume after this undisclosed period of time. So how you visit if you're an annual pass holder is going to be changing. And this reservation system, as far as we can see, is on the website through June 2021. So this is at least a year of operating like this. Okay, so that's, that's, that's the not story. Bad. That's not bad. Hopefully they bring some of that over to Disneyland. I'm sure that they will. They have to. They have to. I mean, yeah, but that counts you out. You're not an annual pass holder. Well, you're not going anywhere. I'm, I'm not going to talk to you. There's no way. I'm no, I'll, you can't, yeah. no, catch me later, dude. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. The 21st Amendment, Jeremy, has been serving craft beer in the San Francisco Bay Area for 19 years. That's what I wanted to say. From their initial brew pub on 2nd Street, which is two blocks from Giant Stadium in San Francisco, to their production brewery and taproom across the bay in San Leandro, the beautiful 21st Amendment is now available in 29 states, including in and around the parks, hopefully when everything Opens back up. Next time you're in San Francisco, visit the brew pub and shoot over to neighboring San Leandro to check out the new production brewery and tap room for great beers and good food. And be sure to ask for the 21st Amendment wherever you find good craft beer. If you, uh, I know the uh, 21st Amendment in San Leandro is doing beer to go. So if you're in the Bay Area, you can, uh, you can grab that. And they have food to go as well. But I think things are starting to open up. I know Sean was in um, the brew pub in San Francisco today, sort of getting things back online so so can people can you have like a what they're doing here is they're extending people's liquor licenses so that you can have people drinking in the streets that is that happening i don't believe so california is very progressive but we're not that progressive (laughs) god it's like you're a bunch of like uh quakers out there yeah absolutely man for sure uh oh yes uh amanda's in the chat maybe i shouldn't have said her name uh uh bill is in the chat and bill says uh that uh bill is a wdw customer service cast member and uh (gasps) basically saying that uh disney's releasing info to the public faster than they're releasing it to cms which is par for the course because disney told that told cms that they were going back to work at disneyland on twitter cms found out about it on twitter they didn't find, they didn't right. use the hub you know the, which is their their little um internet work like communication thing right it's yeah it's that's they just they found out on twitter man can you imagine well and a, oh i would i would hit the roof well and a lot of this information is be, is getting out there because disney is communicating it to travel agents so travel agents yeah. are getting this information saying this is how to tell your you know people who you have got booked or people who are trying to book but they're not telling anyone directly. So it's all coming through all these weird, you know, sort of bypass. No one knows how to get this information. That's right. That's right. So we're piecing it together. That's, if that's why you come to Ears Up. We'll give you the straight dope. Actually, you just come into the Ears Up chat room because you can get more there. Does, does Bill think is, – is Bill in agreement? Am I saying anything wrong, Bill? I don't know. Maybe. I hope so. I hope not. I mean – um, all right, are you all done, Jer? That's story number one. All Over right. to you. Thanks, man. Well, um, <clears throat> back to beating the dead mask horse for a little bit, uh, Jer. 
Walt Disney World, which opens its gate next month, uh, gates uh, next month, has announced that they will have something called relaxation zones. Have you heard about this? No, but that's what Disney World is. Like, I go there to relax. Yeah, well, imagine what's one level deeper than the the normal Mm. relaxation gate. Relaxation zones are uh, designated places around the four parks where guests can remove their masks to gain relief from the heat. Oh, that's great. Remove their masks. Jeremy, the one thing that's protecting everybody from getting COVID, they want to remove it and then put them all in one area to breathe each other's air. Is it an indoor area? We don't know yet. Oh, well, I think you can calm down. It's probably going to be someplace (laughs) outside. No! There's probably going to be markings, and then everybody's fine. (sighs) We don't even know how many there will be. Um, You can... uh, what measures they're going to take uh, to ensure guest safety in there. But even with all that information, it seems like a a bad idea to me because the state of Florida is seeing a pretty big uptick in COVID in the last six weeks. There have been over 42,000 new cases in the state. And as of this morning, they hit a daily record of just over 2,700 new cases and 55 new deaths in Orange County, where Walt Disney World is. There have been 2000 new cases in the last six weeks with about 4,000 active Cases. As of June 3rd, new cases have been increasing and the numbers cannot be all attributed to increase in testing because testing in Florida has been inconsistent, sometimes not being available at all. And Florida has been in the news a lot for hiding numbers and not reporting the actual counts that they are uh, finding. So Florida is not even ready to reopen as a state. I can't imagine the theme parks are going to be faring any better than uh, than the rest of the state is going to be. So for your, from your perspective, China's numbers rock solid. Florida, we don't believe anything coming out of there. Well, um, I, believe, <laughs> I believe the Hong Kong numbers because it was more of a citizen-guided uh, thing rather than anything coming from the actual state government. Uh, Florida, I believe the numbers are fake because they've, they've literally been proven and said that they're not going to be reporting any more numbers. So the numbers that we have are someone who was fired from, I think it was the CDC or maybe it was the Florida Health Department who created their own website to track cases because the Florida Department of Health was no longer releasing any information. So, yeah. Got it. Yeah. So that's why. Trust me, I look into all this stuff. I read a lot of news. <laughs> I'm not going to just blindly believe it. Um, that's, I don't know. I just, it, it, the whole thing feels extraordinarily unsafe and then to have relaxation zones where you can go and take your mask off because so so that combined with walking around epcot for example with no mask on because you have a a warm beer in your hand that's not a this is not a good idea this is not a good idea okay yeah i can't wait (laughs) i know but you're not gonna go yet you even you in all of your thumbing your nose at the coronavirus, even you are going to not be there on the first like month or whatever. So even you're waiting. So don't don't give me I, this, Jeremy. I just like to rile you up. First of all, <laughs> it's easy to do, I, which is not. Why are you picking it's on the very easy, easy to do? <laughs> but also, um, I don't thumb my nose in the air at coronavirus. Um, I think the fact that I live in the country's number one hot zone and have a and have 
been, uh, you know, according to you, thumbing my nose at it <laughs> and am not COVID positive after all this time should yeah. show you that you can be reasonable and safe and not hermetically sealed in your bedroom. Well, look, this is my That's studio. I want you to know. This is not my bedroom. So there. <laughs> I do have a hamster habit trail running from the bedroom to the studio, but um, it's fine. So what? I mean, ultimately, what, you're right. What about and, these relaxation zones? That we literally don't know anything else about it. Okay. We have no idea where they are, if they're all inside right. or outside or whatever. So my, my problem with all this stuff, and I, I do sort of sound like Chicken Little with the sky is falling you know, thing, but it's, you know, you have done a good job as far as I know. I mean, I don't know. Um, but, you know, <laughs> you, you go uh, these lines like in Indy or Peter Pan in Disneyland or like any indoor queue that backs up and that you're sort of wedged in with people, right? Someone's taking their mask off to drink water. A couple yep. people are taking their mask or whatever. It, it's to me, it seems too soon with cases on the rise. If cases were lowering or even or even flatlined, I, I I wouldn't be as upset about it. But it's things are are not that they are they're drastically worse than that, and that's that's what bothers me. No, I think. Look, you're absolutely right to be trepidatious and to be cautious about this. It is scary to think, you know, when the when you're in those lines, like, God, I don't even like being in them when it's just regular people <laughs> yeah, with their grossness. That. I was going to say you know? that, too. I don't even like doing it now. It's like, stop right. breathing. So like, it's like, you know, that that moment where, like, you sort of turn and you breathe in someone else's breath. You can, like, <laughs> tell that you're like, it, it's so gross. Oh, it feels like I need yeah. a lung transplant, man. Yeah, I, there's, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. I'm staying no. away. I'm staying away. God bless you for, for going out. I'm just going to hang out a little bit longer. I'm not going to Disney World anytime soon. I don't even have a reservation. I don't even know if you can get a re- I don't think you can get them. Book the reservations just yet. You can book hotels starting uh, with with reservations starting June 22nd, I think, which is Monday. Uh, but it's not even, it's a kind of a miserable place in July anyway. <laughs> so let's just relax. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Oh, uh, Bill in the chat said you, you're saying everything right. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> I like that, Bill. Uh, Kristen's saying they have relaxation zones at Universal, but I don't even know what they are. I, I'm imagining they're outside. Maybe they're going to be in like the old smoking section by like uh, like by uh, Matterhorn or by um, right. You know, across from Haunted Mansion or something like that. Could be or like a pin trading area. Yeah, because who pitch? Who I mean, is that going to be happening? No, I read some article from one of these one of these Disney news sites I like to pick on a lot that just makes random stuff up. They're like, is pin trading gonna go away? And it was like the mo- the worst headline they could ever think of. It's like, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Again, that's the thing. I want it to go away before COVID. Uh, these people <laughs> with the pins, it annoys me a little bit. Yeah, and what is that? Like, I get super annoyed by dumb stuff that literally has no effect on me other than the fact that I have to look at it. And it's, it's just like, I need to learn to calm down, but it's sort of like my shtick. It's sort of how I make my money. So, like, I don't know. I don't know. I've been doing it too long. I have I have irony poisoning. I don't know. This, someone, I was wearing my medal after a race once, and a pin trader came up to me, and they're like, where did you get that pin? And I was like, get I was like, 
I ran 13 miles for this thing. I didn't just buy it. It's not for pins. I was so mad. Oh, oh speaking of races. Like, yeah. <laughs> speaking of races, Taryn and uh, Alice and I did that uh, uh, the, uh, a virtual race recently it was the, oh you did the sesame street it was like the super grover whatever the heck it was i don't know it was really cool it was 49 bucks an entry okay and uh they're gonna mail us a cape and a medal well that's great congratulations thanks man it was really fun and you know they say of course you could hike and run or whatever like it's just they want you to get active right so we just did two walks uh you know uh, one one circuit and we did like a mile and a half almost two miles one day and about a mile and a half the second day went and played in the park ran around came back counted it on my little app on my phone and i was like there we go we beat the thing judged about an hour and a half punched it in it was all good so we're gonna get oh, a medal big we- muzzle with that yeah. you should have had your neighbors make signs for you as you came across <laughs> the finish line in front of the house that would have been amazing sure my friends i was when I, I was upstate for a week with some friends who actually I'm here with, and uh, I went for a run. I was doing a loop around. We were on a lake. I just doing the loop around the lake, and they made signs for me one day when I was running. Oh, that's nice. Just on my run. It was funny. Yeah. Well, do you want to know about what's going on in Disneyland Paris? I would love to, actually. Well, with Hong Kong opening... That means just one Disney resort on the planet has yet to announce its reopening dates, and that, of course, is Disneyland Paris. The Walt Disney Company has yet to make any announcements on when we will be seeing the Parisian Park welcome guests again. In fact, just this week, Disneyland Paris announced that the fifth anniversary edition of their Run Disney Paris Half Marathon Weekend, scheduled to be held in in September, is canceled for this year and won't return until fall 2021. Runners had been wondering what the status of the race was as registration for the annual event usually takes place in March when COVID-19 hit all of us and the parks had to close. This also meant the cancellation of a new spring race Disneyland Paris was running in May. Um, So that would have taken place last month. That was obviously canceled. Um, But the news is not all bad coming out of France the Golf Disneyland Golf Course at Disneyland Paris reopened to golfers last month, uh, though most of the Disney Village and the resorts have remained closed. Some neighboring hotels near the resort have announced imminent reopening plans, such as Villages Nature Paris, an ecotourism destination adjacent to the resort, will open next week. Also, the Gaumont Cinema in the Disney Village District. So Disney Village District is like their downtown Disney. Okay. Um, right. Adjacent to the park. Yeah, it's the whole thing. Uh, so the Gaumont Cinema in that district will reopen, along with all cinemas, which will be allowed to reopen across the entire country of France on Monday, June 22nd. So movie theaters all over France reopening next week. Nice. The reopening of Disneyland Paris, however, cannot be that far off. French President Emmanuel Macron has announced he is accelerating the easing of restrictions in the country. He stated just last week. Uh, He said that all of mainland France, including Paris and its suburbs, would be reclassified as a green zone of a lower state of alert starting Monday, meaning that cafes and restaurants in the French capital can open in full, not just their terraces. Indoor dining in France, Jason. Wow, that's crazy. Also, as part of his easing of restrictions, theme parks are legally allowed to reopen in France starting Monday, June 22nd, which is just in a few short days. Uh, so 
if they're legally allowed to open, you've got to imagine that's the last one. Disneyland Paris cannot be far behind. Right. So that's the update from across the ocean. <laughs> that's cool. I forgot to mention that I think Disneyland's opening date has to still get approval from the state, I guess, or the county maybe. Okay. So I don't even know. So that might not be a thing, but it sounds like the way that Orange County is going, Disneyland's going to be safer than Orange County. Well, I mean, it seems that way if they're uh, fighting for their oxygen. <laughs> it was so, it was like, that. like God made my body to exhale carbon dioxide and you with wearing a mask you're forcing me to inhale the 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 very gas that god makes me expel from my body and it's like you're a 40 year old woman you should know better than this it's just it was very sad man it was honestly sad but it worked i would have loved to i would have loved to have watched you wash that that should be a show (laughs) yeah see this man pull his hair out that's the title of the show. I mean, these people bullied like the the like the city council member in charge or whatever. So they they retired like they retired. They quit their job. They got oh wow yeah. She got so bullied by everybody. She just quit. And then and I then didn't the person or- who took her job was like, "Yep, no more masks." Wow, I didn't realize that Orange County was so fervent in their beliefs. Neither did I. And those are little pockets of weird out here in California that we have, man. And that's what makes our state great. Yeah, you've got a weird state. Yeah. You're telling me, brother. (laughs) What else you got for me? That's it. So I I have another. That's it. Yeah, I have another little a little snippet, just a little update. Let's do it. The 11th annual. Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Food and Wine Classic that was scheduled to be held a, in a weekend early this year, November, has been canceled. Ah. This highlight of my year uh, that features two magical nights sampling food, wine, beer, and spirits from the Swan and Dolphin Resort's many restaurants and chefs, including Todd English and the famed New York Trattoria Il Molino, among others, and vineyards from around the world, combined with live music, will not be pl- taking place this year due to COVID-19. So another uh, another victim of the disease is the Swan Dolphin Classic. The event popped up 11 years ago and has grown in popularity each year since and has complemented the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival going on just a short walk away at Epcot. The event also featured instructive cooking classes as well as wine seminars with sommeliers. This event will be missed, but the Swan Dolphin Hotel has said they're exploring other exciting events for later this year that will provide a safe and healthy experience. Um, and they also look forward to the return of the traditional food and wine classic next year in 2021. So, you know, right. one of the turning points in my calendar year is now gone. Well, I'm sorry for that, Jeremy. Thank you. But if you're listening to this show and you do want to try to go to the parks, uh, if you can't, do it through Concierge. Email them. Follow them on social media. They will help you get to the parks and uh, enjoy the time that you will have at the parks. They'll tell you all the social distancing guidelines. They know what's going on. Concierge.com. They're a big fan of the show, a big supporter of the shows, and uh, we love them, and we want you to use them because then you will get top-notch service. It's not even just about buying tickets. It's about all the other cool stuff that you get when you use a service like Concierge. 
years. You get free advice. They will book reservations for you. They will do all that kind of stuff for free. So check them out. I wonder if they've got any good inside info. Like, I want to be able to start making my reservations. I need to ask them. Yeah, I don't think you can book, actually, right now. But, yeah, ask mm. them. I mean, uh, and then if you do, uh, obviously, uh, you know, buy your tickets through them. Well, but you can't. You have a pass. Yeah. I have a, yeah. yeah. I could ask Bill, too. He's in the chat. <laughs> Bill. Good old Bill. <clears throat> uh, well, I think that's all we have, Jer. What do you think? I think it's great. I think that these parks opening, we're going to have a lot to talk about over the next few months. So oh, you gird your loins for a lot more shows. <laughs> you better believe it, man. All right, let's get out of here, Jeremy, okay? Yeah, I got to go. It's so hot in this room. Well, I leave. I don't know. Well, I, I, I don't want to have the AC on. I'm trying to be professional. <laughs> well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. All right, we're going to get out yeah. of here. Jeremy, thank you very much. Uh, I now give you back to your friends and your vacation thanks <laughs> yeah you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome uh, I bet I appreciate you doing a little bit of work on your vacay um, you guys are listening live we are going to be doing a quarantiki room this Friday night at 8.30 so uh, be sure to check in and we'll be hanging out for I don't know an hour or so maybe we'll have a game I don't know we'll see uh, but that should be a good time, so check that out as well. Uh, check out our other shows, of course. Uh, you got the Bantha Milk podcast over there. you got Supreme Resort. Um, and then, you know, our little main show, Ears Up. And the Supreme Resort one just uh, released, and it's of the official second season without Jeremy with Eric from Conti Ears. And uh, Eric does a pretty good job, so, uh, you know, check that out. All right, Jer. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, you have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> now. Bye.